0: Welcome fr- back. <laughs> <laughs> That's awkward. We have a special announcement. This is episode eight. Woo! It's a yeesh. So, the secret that we were hiding from you guys is that we did a little research before starting the podcast, and most podcasts don't make it to episode eight. <laughs> So we fucking made it. (laughs) So making it to episode eight was a huge deal just because I guess when you're like doing the podcast, you kind of run out of ideas by episode eight or you're like, I just don't want to do this anymore. This isn't for me. So
1: yeah, you get bored with it.
0: This is a big motherfucking deal. Mm -hmm. So we were we we done made it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Where's my Emmy? Where's my Grammy? Literally, man, something.
0: So what are we doing today?
1: So guys, uh, we wanted to bring a little juicy topic up. You know, that's how we like to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, last episode was real serious, so we're trying to just lighten the mood, you know, a little bit. Yeah, we're, we're gonna have some have candles some laughs. for all of our YouTube people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to be good YouTubers and make this visually aesthetic.
0: We're trying thing. to set the scene, you know. Yeah, we would dim the lights, but you can you wouldn't be able to see us. So
1: I know, right? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> all right, guys. So this week we were gonna bring up the topic for our get to the fucking point. Of is that your stomach?
0: No, you know when you like make a, a sound with your mouth, but you don't mean to.
1: <laughs> no,
0: Whoopsies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, sorry guys. Um, so our get to the fucking point this week is going to be, uh, if you think that going through your spouse's phone is acceptable, how do you feel about someone going through your phone? And when is it the right time to block your fucking ex?
0: Yeah, those are all topics that. I'm like, it's weird to talk about it because I'm like, I feel like it's common sense. It's not
1: common sense because when feelings get involved, people's minds get cloudy and they don't think straight. And so... When you're in a relationship, especially a toxic relationship, you start doing shit that you said you would never do and you become a different person. So, you know what I'm saying?
0: Well, like I, well, like I said, I guess common sense just really to that common... If it's, if, for, for me, it's like, if I'm in a relationship and I'm with somebody and I chose to be there, then I'm like, okay, well, I'm here. I'm choosing to be here. If I haven't given that person a reason not to trust me, then I don't think there's a reason to be going through each other's phone.
1: Yeah, for sure. No, I agree. Like, when I was in high school... I feel like it was just like a thing that everyone went through their spouse's phone. That's just kind of like how everyone was able to keep checks or tabs on each other to make sure that you weren't cheating or whatever. So I remember like going through my ex's phone and like, he didn't give me a reason or anything like that. I just feel like it was something that I was supposed to do. But now like as an adult, I'm not going through your phone because the thing with it, too, is that like if you want to find something, you're going to find something, you know, and like whether it's you actually finding something that they're doing wrong or you turning a situation or creating a situation out of nothing, you know?
0: I'm like, how'd you even get to that point? Because I'm like, so you went through your ex's Like, phone how do you and, ask? Yeah. So you're like, what'd you say? Give me your phone. Like, I
1: don't yeah. even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember, but. I just knew that it was a. They didn't do that in your high school? Where it's like, oh, no, you just go through your, no. your boyfriend's phone? That's
0: why I'm like, whenever people bring up this question, I'm like, this it's really funny to me that people are actually out here doing this. But I'm like, so I have a friend at work and we're like pretty close. And we, <laughs> it's funny because she's always like, my boyfriend's this, my boyfriend's that, he's so great. He oh, I know who you're talking about, me. I think. He's so loyal, he's so this, he's so that. And we'll like joke around and we'll like flirt and shit like that. But it's never anything's like serious. So at one point I think that she has sent me a text message of an eggplant.
1: <laughs> just an eggplant?
0: Just an eggplant. Oh, but, but like hell we were no. we were at work. So you know, she just did it because I think that we were like it, I'm a server, like I said. So we're in the surf shack, which is where you like type in the stuff in the in the computer. And I think she just did it just to like get my attention and make me laugh. I'm yeah, wondering. but
1: that's it doesn't matter where you are. The fact that you're at work and she's sending you that is obviously that it's on her mind. And she's if I got a text like that I'd be like let's go somewhere
0: well no she did it in like a joking way though like you know you can do things you can do things in a joking way
1: not send an eggplant yeah you can't To a guy, okay, send an eggplant to a guy that you flirt with. That can be seen as a joke, yeah, but not really, because I mean, an eggplant kind of means one thing, and it's not vegetables. Not it dinner. Just,
0: it all has to do with the context of the situation. We were at work. We're joking around. We were probably joking around before. And she probably just sent me that to make me like look at it and then like laugh. She was probably looking for my reaction. Anyway, that doesn't matter. The, what happened was, <laughs> um yeah, she's with her man. She's like, he's so loyal. He would never do this. He would never do that. And then I think at one point she was at home and she went and like left and took a shower was in the bathroom something like that and she had her phone out and i guess that they had switched. they had gave <laughs> given each other their passwords previously and um while she was in the bathroom he like went through her phone and like when she came, when she came back he was just acting all standoffish and like super being like a dick or whatever and then long story short he went through all of her messages couldn't find anything and then saw the messages with us, and saw the egg, the eggplant and, like, freaked out. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I get that the whole sending an eggplant to a guy would cause you to freak out, but at the same time, it's the whole situation of, if you're looking for something, you're gonna find it. Like, it wasn't even, like, a serious... It wasn't... All he saw was the, was the, the eggplant.
1: Okay, but a little backstory to that backstory <laughs> is that that girl has told Robert, like, once it's over with this guy, it's time for us to date. So, <laughs> I mean... Yes, it's nothing I guess but not really because she does have an interest in you and you don't know what conversations that they've had and she may have like express interest in you to him or something like that so it's like you don't know the context of their relationship so i feel like he shouldn't have gone through her phone but she also should not be sending you fucking eggplant emojis or telling you that once it's over with this guy like we're gonna date she hasn't
0: she hasn't told him that obviously And it's just it's all in a like joking manner so i get it i get but at the same time i'm like if you're with somebody and you know that you're with them and you got it then i just don't feel like there's a need to be like you can't like you know you can't joke you can't do this you can't do that you know I'm just a naturally flirty person so even if I was with somebody I'm like you have to understand that like I'm here with you so even though I might like joke or I might like you know still be a little bit flirty that doesn't mean that I'm like trying to like oh you tried it
1: <laughs> he tried it because okay let's give like a situation to where you have a girlfriend and you just happen to see that a guy sends her an eggplant emoji.
0: I get it. I get that whole thing. I get the whole being upset about it. Trust me, I get it. But at the same time, after having a conversation with your girl and she's like, hey, you know, it was just a friend at work. We were just joking around. Then I feel like you have to either take that information and be like, all right, well, cool. Can you just like not do that? Or, you know, at that point, you can have the conversation. But I'm like, What people don't understand is that everybody in relationships does that. Like, just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean that, like, you're not laughing or joking around with anyone, like, you know? Yeah,
1: no, for sure. I feel like, of course, you're going to joke around and stuff, but maybe they had, I don't know, insecurities within the relationship that made him not trust her or whatever. I don't know the situation. I don't know them.
0: Yeah, but one of my, uh, somebody else was like, if you, if somebody's, like, trying to go through your phone or they're trying to, like, you know, keep tapping you, blah, 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 nine times out of ten, they're doing it. So that that's the whole yeah. Funny like, part why about are you it.
1: getting so nervous about it?
0: Yeah, that's the whole funny part about it is that he. One of my friends at work said that like, oh, if he's trying to like go through your phone and he's getting so upset, you need to be like watching out for him. He's probably he's probably doing the same thing. And she's like, no, he would never. He would never. I promise, he would never. What did she do? She started snooping. She found a premium Tinder. <laughs> a premium Tinder. <laughs> the tender? fact that somebody brought premium Tinder. What is, is
1: even premium Tinder? It's like when you
0: like pay twenty five dollars like or something like that, and then you can get unlimited swipes $25 she went to his uh oh email my God, address that's she went to his email address and he was looking up videos on youtube of like how to get more swipes on tinder i'm like <gasps> no to me that would be more like that would be oh yeah i mean that's obviously
1: like him physically doing something wrong that's way worse than an eggplant emoji
0: well not even that take out the whole entire relationship that's just weird the fact that somebody's like <laughs> on YouTube and they're like, oh, how do I how get, get more swipes? How do I get more likes? That shit is That's weird as fuck. That, you got a lot more problems going on than trying to figure out whatever's going on in a relationship.
1: Okay. See, I didn't know that last part, but holy shit. <laughs> I didn't even know premium Tinder was a real thing. But goddamn, if your mans is on premium Tinder, you got a fucking problem. That is not your man. Shit's
0: funny as fuck. Um, but I mean, they're, they're still together. So whatever. Oh my God, they are?
1: What a... D- Dumbass.
0: i mean i just people go through a whole bunch of dumb stuff i mean you were dumb at one time too so
1: i was dumb at one time (laughs) i I, I was dumb at one time and i did go through his phone but i i didn't go through it for like years The, the only time that i went through it was because like we were sitting down and you know how like when you're sitting with someone sometimes they're scrolling through their phone whatever and you like glance over um i like saw someone's name in his phone i was like who is that and he's like oh yeah it's it's nothing he like clicks on the person's name it's a girl's name of course <laughs> oh my god this story's so bad he clicks on the name and he's like look yeah it's nothing because after he'd been a cheater and stuff so it's kind of like he was trying to redeem himself so he's trying to show like you know i'm a faithful guy whatever scrolls up a little bit too far <laughs> and there's a fucking picture of a titty <laughs> oh shit there's a picture of a titty and i said what's that and he's like oh nothing you know like he didn't he obviously forgot that it was even there. He's probably fucking wasted when he did it. I grabbed that nigga's phone. He started wrestling me. Wrestling me on the carpet trying to get the phone out of my hand. And I am not letting that phone go. I don't know if you if you've ever met me in person, you know that I'm a feisty ass little firecracker. I'm like, if that shit's not getting out of my hand. So he's fighting me for it, whatever. And then I run into the bathroom and lock the door. And you know, yep, yeah, went through that shit, found other shit i'm like who even are these people like we had known each other for so long at this point that i'm like anyone that you know i know kind of situation um did not know these fuckers and there was like other questionable text messages in there this girl was like oh like i had a great time last night but i'm like bitch. (laughs) 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 when where how and yeah whatever so i end up going through his phone and it wasn't because I was snooping for anything. He gave me a reason. Do you know what I mean? And so, yeah, I haven't done that ever since. And I'm not the type of person to even want to search through someone's phone. Even if I'm with someone and it's a like romantic situation, I try not to look at their phone on purpose. I do not want to see what's on your phone. If your phone is next to me, I'm not looking at it when there's a notification. You know what I mean? Like, that is your business. Get your fucking phone away from me. And that's like a little, that's probably like not the healthiest thing to like completely avoid it but also um i'm so tired of finding shit (laughs) so fucking tired
0: i'm just like it doesn't to me no matter what if somebody's doing some fucked up shit it's gonna come out i swear to god it's gonna come out. oh yeah 100 percent. yeah so like i don't feel the need to like check somebody's phone or do this or do that just because people aren't as sneaky as they think they are yeah for sure no and whenever you're like talking to somebody or you're you're in a relationship or whatever you're gonna see signs and you're gonna see red flags and it's up to you to be like oh i see this and i'm gonna acknowledge it or it's up to you to be like i see this but fuck it like let's just keep it going
1: yeah and i feel like chances are if you're getting to the point to where you even have having to look in their phone or feel the need to then you there's already been red flags that you've been ignoring and it's just has turned into a situation where like no i need to like go figure this shit out do you know what i mean so yeah, let's just not go through each other's phones. I don't think it's right, but... Uh-huh. And if
0: you need, like, it's, it's so... I don't, I don't get the whole, like, needing closure thing, but, I mean, I've also never been in, like, a real-deal serious relationship. So, I guess that, like, if you need closure, it just... Closure with what? How do you... Like, closure with, like, the relationship. So, like, say you go through somebody's phone. You definitely phone. don't go through their phone. <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying. Like, yeah, and it's so weird to me because people would, like, try to get closure from that person... So it's like the girl was like, oh, I just I need to know why he did it. I need to know this. I need to know that. And I'm like, even you, you've done that. You're like, I need to know, like, why? And I'm like, I I guess I get knowing wanting to know why. But I'm like, obviously, this person's a piece of shit. So to try to get that information from them, it's just going to drag out the situation to be. Yeah, I know. But
1: in in order for you to put a situation to rest and to move on remember like the whole like grief process or whatever in order to put a situation behind you you need to understand why it happened you need to come to terms with it you need to accept it and it's sometimes people have a hard time accepting something when they don't understand it you know like if you thought you had a good relationship going and you thought that he was being faithful and then something were to happen you'd want to know where it went wrong or was it ever right or was it a The entire thing a lie, you know what I mean? In order to move on, because if not, you just end up thinking so much about it that you end up getting into a really unhealthy like mind space with it, to where you can't move on and you're just obsessing over the situation, you know?
0: I guess I mean I I'm just the type of person who like (laughs) sniff, it's like over. But most people most people can't do that. I get it because I'm like, but I mean. I don't I wouldn't think about it and I know I wouldn't think about it cuz it's the same thing like now when people are like oh how are you still single and it's like you don't really think about the fact that you're single until somebody else brings it up I'm not like in my in my room or in my house in my bed like Oh my god, I wish I'm still single. Like, you know, that's how I in my mind. So it's so funny to me how people like obsess over the idea of relationships. Just even with this podcast, you can you can tell that people are so like obsessed with the whole idea of relationships and how they work. Because it's something that everybody goes through, which I get, but it's like the fact that like people are if that's not the center of your life, then people are like, Oh, I'm lost and I'm by myself and I'm so alone and my life has no purpose. I'm like I don't feel that way at all.
1: Yeah, I know, but that way. I think because you haven't been in love, you don't understand that feeling. You can't feel that in any other situation. So maybe once you were able to love someone and they did something wrong, maybe then you would understand where people are coming from. Because I can see it from an outside perspective, how it's like, okay, well, I don't understand the situation. But you're not in it. You aren't feeling what they feel. So it's different, you know? And you may you may not be like that. Some people are the, peop- the people who are just like cutting... Uh, like, their spouse off or whatever, if they, if they do something wrong, and that's fine, too. But once emotions get involved, things get really sticky, really, really, really
0: sticky. I'm like, I just don't ever want to give somebody that much, like, power, power yeah, yeah, to be like, my life is, like, great without you, or my life is like, you know, when, like, in dramatic movies, it's like, oh, when you're in a relationship, everything is in color, and you can just see everything so beautifully. And then No, I don't yourself, think that.
1: Like, I, I, well, no, I'm no, saying, no, no, like, that's, that. that's
0: how it, like, that's how relationships are depicted, and like really in like movies and stuff like that. So it's like I I have liked somebody a lot. I wouldn't say I was in love with somebody, uh, but at the same time I'm like there's a limit to everything. Like you know like you have to you have to like realize the limit and like realize the boundaries and be like, you know, even though I have these feelings for this person, I'm not going to let this person like run my life.
1: Yeah, and you have to consider also that all, like these stories are from like when I was younger do you know what I mean like you're an older person now that hasn't been in a serious relationship you're 26 that's like pretty old to not have been in a serious relationship most people have had one by now so it's like you have a different perspective on it because you haven't been burned do you know what I mean you haven't had the opportunity to like do all this shit when you're young and like it does skew the way that you look at things so of course your perspective versus mine is gonna be different because I've had experiences that you haven't had
0: yeah yeah, yeah. and I'm like it's not that I haven't been burned I think I've just like
1: not burned by like being in love with someone and having them yeah on for your sure is because I head. mean at
0: the same time I'm like I haven't a lot like I'm very good with if I see red flags I cut it off that's where that's that's one thing I'm very good at so if I'm getting into a situation and I see things that I don't like and it keeps showing its head then I cut it off just because it doesn't it's not going to benefit me in the end I know yeah. it's not going to benefit me in the end. So I mean, I feel like when you're younger, it's just really easy to be like, "Oh, it's fine." Like you know, I'm I'm in love. I'm I love this person. I've just always been very like realistic when it comes down to things. Yeah,
1: yeah. and and yeah, and that's good. That's a super good quality to have because, like as I said, when you're in a relationship, uh, things get cloudy really quickly, and like sometimes you have to take a step back from the situation in order to realize what's going on and in order to see it clearly because. It's just like your brain gets so foggy, especially when they're like fucking with your head. You know, like there's this term called gaslighting and um, it's when a a person manipulates another person into uh, thinking a situation didn't happen the way that it did by being like, that's not the greatest example of it, but like, for example, if someone was an abuser and then their victim was trying to like tell someone about the situation or trying to talk to them about the situation, the abuser would say, oh, that is not how that happened. Trying to turn the situation around to be like, no, you're crazy. That's not what happened. And I feel like in a lot of situations where... People are going through each other's phones and stuff like that. It does become gaslighting when it's like let's say a girl goes through her boyfriend's phone and ends up finding like a conversation with a girl that's explicit or pictures from a girl and then the guy's like, Well, um, this is why this happened and it's your fault because you made me do this, and blah blah blah. Like that's gaslighting. That's turning it around to be like, I'm not I didn't do anything wrong. This is your fault, you know, and making the situation more crazy and when someone starts to make you feel like you're crazy for finding something or for something and you want to know the truth and they try to turn it around to be like, well, this is your fault that this even happened, that becomes a, to- a toxic situation. And that's when people's judgment gets cloudy because you're not sure what to believe anymore. You're like, am I wrong or is he wrong? Even though you know deep down he is wrong, but he's turning it around to make it seem like you're crazy.
0: At that point, like I said, I would, I would see that as like a red flag and be like, all right, 100%. well, you know, at this point, you, this isn't something that's benefiting me. Like I'm just,
1: but you know, when you're being manipulated, it's kind of hard to tell. You, you usually don't know until after.
0: I'm just like, I'm always the most important person in my life. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you're in you love. Know, just a, Just a little narcissism. But I mean, like. It, it really is like when you when you die, guess who's going to be in that cassette? You. Doesn't matter who you were in love with. Doesn't matter this. Doesn't matter that. Doesn't matter how much money you made It's literally going to be just you. So in this life, I vowed to make sure that I am the most important person at all times. So if- yeah,
1: but when you're in a relationship and let's say a healthy relationship, that person does have to come before you a lot because you're putting their needs ahead of yours and then they're putting their needs ahead of yours it's a, it's a mutual relationship and not all the time but in a lot of situations like oh I don't want to do something but I know it would make them happy so I'm gonna put their needs above mine it doesn't have to be like some crazy situation that's like okay I'm gonna choose their life over mine you know what I mean?
0: I mean, at that point, to me, it's like I am taking that person's emotions and needs and thoughts into consideration, which is different than when I'm by myself and I'm just worried about myself. So at that point, I wouldn't say it's like putting their needs above mine. It's just that I'm putting their needs and I'm factoring it into my situation. Like, you know, so.
1: Yeah, I get that. But I I do think that sometimes you have to put someone's needs above yours.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess because I'm like, I I do it. Don't get me wrong. I do it. I don't want to sound like I'm an asshole and I don't like to make people feel special or nothing like that. That's not the case. I'm just saying that at the end of the day, I know that I was single before I came in this, and if I'm going to leave, I'm going to be single after it. Like, you know, like, I don't like the whole, like, this person's half of me, and that person was like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. No, that no, person's no, no. half I get of me. Like, yeah, I'm one whole person. That person's one whole person. We had two totally different lives before this, and we will have two totally different lives after this. If for some reason, we decide to come together and intermingle and, like, you know, become one not one become like <laughs> one. two together two people who are together then that's cool like
1: rubber band to each other a little bit i don't like but you can whole, like you can like cut the rubber band yeah
0: exactly <laughs> that's how i like to like look at it yeah, like, yeah, yeah you're half of me you're part i'm like no that's yeah that's not where i'm no, at no
1: i get that yeah i don't want to be like that either i used to be like that but it's just it's not a healthy mindset to have but of course i do put people's needs above mine all the time just because i want to be a nice person and i want to help people out when they need it, even if. Like I need something, I might go out of my way to do something for someone else just because I want them to to benefit. Do yeah, you know what that's I mean?
0: just like being a good person, like ethically. That it has to me, it doesn't have to do with like relationship and that, but just being a good individual. Yeah, which is what what you should do. Like you know, like that's why I'm like, it's, I I just think that society and like social media and movies and all that shit just depict relationships in such a oh. shitty way that yeah. like. Whenever people get in them and like, it's like drama and this and that. We're arguing or we're fighting for our love and this and that. It kind of
1: like normalizes it. Yeah,
0: people think that like that's what it's supposed to be. So then whenever you're like, whenever you're just chilling and you're like just enjoying each other's company and just being like, you know, fucking good people, people are like, oh, this is boring. And then and and then 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 they look
1: for drama. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I'm like, wow, ass backwards. People are fucking ass backwards.
1: Yeah, no, I totally get that. Like. In movies, they make it seem like that's just a part of life that you have to get into a relationship and do whatever and buy a house and all this shit. And then people come into the real world and they expect their relationships all to be the same way. Like, this should happen first. And then after that, we should do this. And then after that, we should do this. This is how you should treat me. This is how I should treat you. When every relationship is different and just because it doesn't look like everyone else's relationship doesn't mean it's not healthy, doesn't mean it's not right. And this goes back to our other podcasts with like talking about if we feel like... Monogamy is realistic. Just because monogamy is realistic for your relationship and your situation doesn't mean that it's realistic for the next situation or the next person. And I feel like what we need to normalize differences, you know, it doesn't you don't have to get married after you've been together for five years or two years or whatever. You don't have to have kids. You don't don't have to be in a monogamous relationship. But at the end of the day, you do need to have respect for each other. That's one thing that should be constant throughout is having mutual respect and a mutual understanding, you know
0: we need to normalize mind our own goddamn business too. People are just so much and so worried about what the next person is doing and if the, who the next person's fucking and it's like, mind you, like, it doesn't, all that shit does not affect you. Like, I get it. Like, it, that's why relationships come up so much is just because people are nosy. That people are freaking And nosy. they want to compare.
1: They want to know about your relationship so they can compare how their relationship is doing instead of just being like am I happy in my relationship is my partner happy in my relationship they want to be like oh well Susie got married last week so we need to get engaged because I can't be the last one in my friend's group that's not married and that actually brings up a um, a situation in my mind. I remember I was at clinicals like two weeks ago and all the girls were standing in a group together talking about their relationships. And, um, this person's like, oh yeah, I've been with my boyfriend for two years now. I want to get married and have kids by the age of 30. This other girl's like, I've been together with my boyfriend for six years. I can't wait to get married. And then I'm just sitting there (laughs) like I don't have a boyfriend and I don't want to get married and all this shit. And I'm like, people are putting all this pressure on themselves to be like, well, I am, I'm on a timeline right now. I'm 25. By 30, I need to be married and have kids. Meanwhile, I'm like, girl, if your relationship isn't there, it's not happening.
0: People are oppressed about a lot of shit that Press. I'm just not. I'm like, when it comes down to like time and like, oh, I have to do this. I have to have this done. I have to do this. I have to do that. I'm like, I'm just realizing that everybody has their own journey and has their own timeline and that there's not a, a time of like I need to finish this, I need to finish that, I need to get this done. And it's like, yeah, be motivated to like, you know, have follow goodness. your follow your dreams and chase them and all that stuff. But once you put that pressure on yourself that like I have to do it then, I have to do it then, all of a sudden that leaves so much room to be like depressed and like be upset with yourself and be disappointed. Like you have your own journey you know that. Keep that shit in your mind and just be like, I'll get there when I get there. Just because somebody might get there before you or somebody might get there after you doesn't mean that, you know, they didn't get there.
1: Doesn't make your situation any less amazing.
0: <laughs> you yeah, know. For sure. Anyway, um, we got way off. Of the I top know of the we went off
1: on a tangent. So
0: now the next thing that we were that somebody asked us to talk about is when should you block your ex?
1: Immediately. I'm just kidding. Um, I think it it varies for everyone. Um, I've only ever had to block one X and it was the best decision I've ever made.
0: (laughs) I just think it has to do with like... What happened? (laughs) Not only what happened, but like what is perspiring now. So if that person is like not taking your hints of like, leave me alone. I don't want to you know do this, blah, blah, blah. Then yeah, sure. Block them just because you don't want to see those notifications on the phone or whatever. I'm very big on cutting... Because I'm like... I know that if you allow things to linger, it will. So, and
1: it'll just start into something else and prolong the, like, period of you trying to get over that shit.
0: Yeah, so I'm very big on, like, once again, that at that point, I'm doing what's in my best interest. And I'm worried about my own personal health and mental health when it comes down to stuff like that because... If somebody is, like, manipulating you throughout a whole entire relationship, what makes you think that they're not going to do it after? Of course Hell they're going to do it after.
1: yes. And I know from experiences with my other friends, they block their exes when they... Break up just because they don't want to see their stuff on the timeline like it's not even about okay I don't want you to see what I'm doing It's like I really need your shit and your name to stop popping up in my phone because you know when you're dating someone Obviously sometimes your friends become their friends and whatever and you might see them comment and stuff and it's just like You just don't want to have that reminder of their name or anything anywhere So it's like if you need to block them to get over it then do it fucking do it. It's nothing personal really
0: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you guys are... You guys have both come to an agreement, or maybe you didn't. Maybe you decided or he decided that you guys shouldn't be together. And if, but like at the same time, I don't think that it needs to be the standard to always block somebody. Cause if you yeah. guys, if you guys are cool and you guys are, you know, cordial, but you guys just understand that maybe it was the wrong time or things just didn't work out, then you don't have to like block that person. And I think that like going forward, whenever you get into a new relationship, people get very like touchy with stuff like that. Cause it's like, Oh like when was your last relationship how how did it end did you guys you know and if you're if you say that you're cool with that person and that you guys don't have an issue then sometimes that like causes turmoil and they're like oh well then why did you guys, like, break up? And it's like... Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like, they don't
1: accept that it wasn't a messy breakup. They're like, okay, well, it sounds like you guys could get back together if it wasn't fucking messy. (laughs) Yeah, people
0: just need to work on their fucking confidence. I think,
1: yes, I think all of this boils down to insecurity and confidence. If you have confidence within yourself and your ability to be a good partner and to be something that people are going to want, then... You're not gonna have to worry about if they're texting someone or cheating on you or whatever because you have that security within yourself and within your relationship that this is strong, this is going to work out and I don't need to snoop through my man's phone.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm over talking about relationships.
1: <laughs> I know, right? We
0: are officially at episode eight, and that's so super dope. So, I mean, with this being one of our first milestones, what are some of the things that you we should tell them that happens behind the scenes that they don't know about? Because I'm like, there's so many things that happen that you guys just don't understand.
1: I know. <laughs> okay, so, obviously... Our podcast is a little bit unique because not only are we, you know, recording our voices, but we're also filming ourselves. So there has been the constant issue of the camera not recording. Oh my
0: God, the oh,
1: camera. And I think that's usually the biggest, most annoying issue that we've had because we'll be having a really good conversation and then I go to look at the camera and it's not fucking recording. And our first episode actually we recorded and, or we recorded our voices. We thought and we were recording. We thought, we thought. And we were like so hyped up. We're like, wow, that was a really good conversation. People are going to love it. And then we look at the camera and it was not recording. And It actually like,
0: happened twice. It happened in one of our previous episodes too. And the first time we like did it and we fucking tried to do it over again. And it was just not the conversation. good. And it's like, it's so funny because people ask me like, Oh, like the podcast is so good. Like how do you guys like do it? Do you guys talk about talk talk about what you guys are gonna say before? And it's like we we know what we're going in we talking the topic. about. Yeah, but we don't we don't have the conversation before we come onto the camera because we've we been realizing that like whenever you have the conversation before, like the first time that you say what you're going to say is the best time that it's going to come out. So say we try to like talk about it and then we're like, okay, now turn the camera on. Now
1: say the same yeah. thing <laughs> over again. It never works it out. It never
0: fucking works out.
1: Yeah. You need fire behind what you're saying and that's usually going to happen the first time around because obviously you get tired of talking about shit. But yeah. So there was like an episode. I forget which one it was, but... Um, when we posted it on YouTube like there was only half of the video and I was like well it has to be that way because there's no way that we can record that again because it doesn't sound as good it's not like okay we're doing a makeup tutorial and we can wipe off the makeup and do it again you know this is a conversation like every conversation is different and unique and the second time around it's not going to be the same and it's not going to be as good because you already said what you wanted to say and it just it's not as good so yeah (laughs) we're eventually want to do uh, I don't know when but later on like a whole bloopers video and then you guys can like see when the camera cuts off and shit because it's actually really funny and like you just see us get frustrated over and over again and, yeah I don't know
0: there's just so much like little work behind the scenes that like you guys don't see like the whole camera thing yeah that's one thing and then the other thing is trying to find out the topic and finding out like what you want to say can also be really hard
1: brainstorming yeah because yeah. it's
0: like we when you have the ability to come on And talk about whatever you would think, oh, you have just so many things to talk about. The world is your oyster. But when you have something everything to talk about, it's really hard to focus on one thing. So when you have
1: too many options. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I think like making the podcast, we've like realized that like a lot of it comes from just our brains. So I've been getting like feedback from some of my friends that, that like listen. And one of my friends who recently just started listening, she was like, I was nervous going in because she was like, I heard that you guys said that it was a podcast. And she's like, it's so funny because. I've had people be like, oh, listen to my mixtape or listen to that. Like, listen you know? to my mixtape. So tape. she thought it was something like that, where it's like, oh, we said that as a podcast, but like we're not we're not talking about shit. So it took her a while to listen because she's like, I just didn't think that it was a serious thing. So she was like finally sitting down and listening to the first episode. She's like, Oh shit. Like, this is dead ass a podcast. And I'm like, it I think that so many people do that. And like, just because everybody is like, Oh, I'm starting a podcast, I'm starting a podcast, It... Whenever you say that and then you really like people like, okay. Yeah, you really tune into what we're doing, and we have we have topics and we know what we want to talk about and we know what we want to say. People are like, Oh shit. Yeah. They are really out here doing it.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) just little struggles, but it's all right. We were made it to episode eight. That's the first big hub. That's the
0: first milestone, man. Yeah,
1: we made it and we're happy to be here. And there's gonna be a lot more content coming. I don't see (laughs) a lot
0: more mistakes. A lot more mistakes,
1: a lot more laughs. don't see us stopping this anytime soon but of course we're so grateful for all of our followers all our for subscribers everyone that has been with us since the beginning and you know yeah I'm it's just it's,
0: sometimes it's really weird to like think that like Oh yeah, people are actually like watching and people are actually listening and we're like because we missed last week we had finals and a whole bunch of stuff even though we like missed it and we're like smaller we're smaller in terms of like podcast and like YouTube uh, there still might be some people who were like oh shit they, yeah they like, notice which yeah. is so crazy <laughs> we're like uh, shout out to you guys <laughs> i because <know. laughs> there's YouTubers and stuff that I watch and or listen to a podcast same thing and when they miss I'm like damn like because you are looking, looking forward, forward to and, it yeah you are looking forward to them entertaining you for the week so being able to be somebody else's entertainment is really it's really cool crazy yeah super dope <laughs> I like that <laughs>
1: if nursing school doesn't work out
0: <laughs> even if nursing school does work out I know still right here. yeah
1: we're here to stay but anyways thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode eight of R&B podcast you guys can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at the official underscore um, R&B you can send us an email if that's your preferred mode <laughs> 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 whatever um, our email is the official RB podcast at gmail.com. And my personal Instagram is B R V T T.
0: And my personal Instagram is Rob Bates, R O B B A T E S S.
1: <laughs> you guys make God. sure to go onto Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, leave a review, tell your friends about it. If you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. You know, all, that,
0: all that good stuff. All that good stuff.
1: We love you. We'll love see you. you for episode nine next week. Bye.
0: Hey,
1: adios. Bye.